All right, so you want to start testing your advertising, your marketing, your copywriting, your emails, your website, your whatever it is, whatever message you're trying to put out in the world and know if it actually works. I'm Roy Fur. this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Today specifically is Monday, so it's Mailbox Monday, the weekly episode where I open up my mailbox and I answer your questions. Today's question came in from Christian, says, as a beginner, my single biggest question is how do I begin testing out my ads? Right? I've been helping my wife with her tutoring business and we're still making her website. I've written some copy around how her clients will feel after they've signed up for her lessons, but very little of it is published so far. When it is published, how do you verify what's working and what isn't? Two questions. I know, but I'm still new to this. Uh, or I know, but I'm still new to this, but I see it as the best way to improve. Yes, perfect. Christian, great question. Important question. And you're right. This is honestly the best way to become a better marketer, better copywriter, better advertiser is to actually test and pay attention to the results that you get. It's the entire foundation for my approach to marketing, direct response marketing. It's not new to me. It's been around for over 100 years. Uh, but, But this is like this is the core of how you get good at marketing and advertising. Now, before we get into the answer, remember, if you have a question you'd like to have answered on an upcoming episode, you can go to BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com slash ask. The link is in the description. That's where you submit your Mailbox Monday question for it to potentially be answered. And don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, engage with this episode in every way that you can so that I I can keep delivering more valuable content like this to you. With that, let's dive in. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. Okay, uh, before we get into the answer to Christian's question, today's episode is sponsored by me, of course, uh, but it's sponsored specifically by a free audiobook that I recorded for myself and that I now share with the world. It is over 100 years old, but it is the best book on internet marketing you could get today. It's Scientific Advertising by Claude Hopkins. And in it, he actually lays out, it's it's like the foundational principles and strategies. If you're going to be testing advertising, you want to have read scientific advertising. And you can go to freescientificadvertising.com. The link is in the description to grab your free copy. I include a PDF as well as the audiobook, uh, so you can consume it however you want or both at the same time. And check that out because it really lays the foundation for scientific advertising, for direct response marketing. When I said you know this field is over 100 years old, Claude Hopkins was doing it at the beginning of the 20th century. So let's get into the answer to uh, to Christian's question. How do you begin testing ads and know what works? So the big goal in advertising, especially paid advertising, is to be able to spend a dollar and have it bring back at least a dollar with a new customer in tow. Now, it's not always a dollar for a customer, right? But it's the idea is that if you're going to spend a dollar, you're going to make at least a dollar and you're going to get that new customer. And this online and actually offline too, but online, it comes down to traffic, conversion, and economics. And I'm just, I'm going to hit on some high level principles first before we get into the details of this. So uh, high level principle, um, traffic, 
is about, well, so you have a couple options with, with, with traffic. You can do free traffic, which beginning, a lot of us like are, we're attracted to free traffic because it's free, right? We don't have to risk money to get customers in the door. The downside to that is it can be a little bit slow. It's what you're giving up in, um, in the risk of money is uh, you're taking on in the risk of your time. So you could spend a lot of time building up some free traffic source or trying to figure out how to get free traffic. And, um, you know, the question is, does that pay off better than investing money up front? I don't know. And it a lot, you know, there's there's a lot of decision factors there. But you can go for free traffic. You can go for paid traffic. Now, if you're going to do paid traffic, a lot of times today, in order to actually test out a paid traffic strategy, you can expect to spend maybe a couple thousand dollars per test. Uh, and you should expect to have a, a just kind of a test budget before you're going to start to be profitable for or somewhere in the five to $15,000 range pretty easily. Um, so it can get a little bit expensive for a new business to start testing paid traffic. Um, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but um, because because when you actually figure out paid traffic strategies that work, uh, you can often create a lot of success on a pretty reliable basis with that and kind of on demand because you put money in, you get customers out, right? Uh, but traffic is really all about targeting. Can you, whether, whether you are putting out free content, right, or doing paid advertising, can you target the people who are your ideal client and how can you find them? Like, how can you put your message in front of them? And so whether you're using Facebook ads, Google ads, some other ad network ads, or whether you're putting content, you know, in a Facebook group or in like, honestly, a, a Facebook group for ESL parents might actually be a great approach to getting free traffic or uh, ESL, I'm sorry, I, um, and I guess when I read the question, I didn't mention that it's an ESL tutoring business, but a, a Facebook group for, um, for your ideal target market or a YouTube channel for your ideal target market. There's all sorts of ways that you can do free and paid traffic. But again, this is all about just getting eyeballs, getting that first impression, and then directing them towards your website. We're going to get into the testing and tracking in just a second. So there's the traffic element. There's the conversion element. So uh, my big question for this is what is the conversion event, right? It's a tutoring business. I imagine there's some kind of introductory call, uh, you know, finding if it's a fit. Really what you're looking at is kind of a consultation type funnel here. So there's going to be they're going to arrive at your website. Maybe they're going to sign up to get more information. They're going to get some, you know, how your unique tutoring service is superior to other options. And then that's going to tell them that they need to schedule a, an initial call to figure out if they're a fit. And then after that call, you're going to make an offer for the tutoring sessions, right? And so there are going to be conversion events along the way, and you need to define what those are. And, um, and then focus on how does your advertising drive them into that, right? How does your organic content drive them into that? So you define what the conversion events are and you think about, okay, if we're going out there to get traffic, we're not just going to dump them on a website willy nilly, right? Like it's not going to, it's not going to get us the result that we want. The website needs to be designed to push them towards that conversion event. And then economics. Economics is very important. So traffic conversion, economics. Economics is critically important. This is your offer, right? But it's it's also 
it's it's also the the finances behind your offer and how that relates to your ability to invest, right? So uh, if you have a a very low ticket tutoring service, right? And um, and uh, let's say it costs I don't know fifteen bucks a session or something. If it costs you, uh, let's see, thirty sixty bucks to um, to get a single tutoring client, are you able to go negative for the month to for the first month to get that client? And at what point are you going to make it up? Right. If it costs you 120 bucks, are you able to go negative for 60 days or for for eight weeks? Right. Um, and are your clients going to stick with you long enough? Customer acquisition can be very expensive. It can be. <laughs> and so understanding how customer acquisition costs, particularly if you're doing paid traffic, factor into the pricing of your offer and so on, that can play a big role in figuring out um, you know, how this whole thing is going to work out. Can you afford, at, at your current rates, can you afford to, uh, to pay for traffic or not? Right. Like and, and you have to figure that out. And then the question is, do you adjust your rates? Do you how, how do you how do you approach that? Right. But understanding this whole testing thing, you do have to understand that there's the traffic component, there's the conversion component and there's the economics component. And the more that you can improve any one of those, the better the whole system will work together. So before we get into the specific like how to test something, I do want to address how to know what's working because honestly, that's the most important part of the question because if you start testing things but you don't know what's working, then it's not going to work out very well for you. So how do you know what's working? Well, analytics. Um, I use Google Analytics. It's free. Um, I strongly suggest the universal analytics. You can set up both types. They have this new Google Anal Analytics 4, but it's far less intuitive and, um, and, and just doesn't do the same things out of the box that the classic universal analytics does. Um, but go figure out how to set up Google Analytics. Google Analytics will tell you, like, somebody showed up on your website. Their IP address says they're from this area. Here's the pages that they visit. Um, here are the events that happen while they're on your website, etc. So there's there's a lot of information that you get about how people are interacting with your marketing. Now you do have to start start to like finesse some information out of there if you want to track, uh, you know, which progression of web pages people went to, etc. But it is very helpful. Uh, to be able to see something like, okay, this many people went to the first step in this sequence, this many people went to the second step, this many people went to the next step and the next step, right? Like, and so you can see, um, and that, that does assume that people didn't start at step three, right? Which can happen with search traffic, et cetera. But if you know this, this many people went here and then this many people went there and then this many and then this many, then you start to get a sense of how the different pages are performing, like where's the fall off, et cetera. Conversion tracking specifically is another thing that you might want to set up, especially if you're going to start running paid ads. It varies a lot by platform, and I don't want to get into all the details of that here. Uh, but basically, to be able to feed the data back, for example, if you're running AdWord ads, so somebody in your 
zip code area or metropolitan area searches for your particular type of tutoring and they click on your ad and you can tell Google when they get to this page, that means they actually booked a call with us and that's what we want more of. And Google ads will eventually, and here's where the budget and like volume <laughs> matters a lot. Um, Google ads will eventually be able to more proactively filter for the type of people who are most likely to become a, you know, to, to book that initial call with you, right? So um, conversion tracking varies a lot by platform, but you can actually start to define conversions and have it um, have that information fed back to you so that you can uh, so that you can understand how different aspects of your uh, of your marketing are approaching or, or are performing. So in regards to all of this, uh, there there's kind of two different mindsets that go into creating a uh, that go into creating a website. One is we're just going to put a bunch of informational pages up and people are going to arrive there and um, hopefully they're going to find their way to our services page and decide to to like call us from there. Right. And that's just like the the website has, you know, a whole bunch of pages, right? A collection of pages. The other thing is uh, the other approach is a website that at least applies funnel type thinking. Uh, which is there is a sequence of steps that we have planned for somebody who arrives on our website. And so we expect that if they arrive on the first page, that the next action that they're going to take is going to be to click through to page two. And we're going to specifically plan page one to get them to want to click the link at the bottom to go to page two so that there is a natural flow through the website for someone who is a good targeted prospect. And um, and and this is more of like a, a, a funnel approach to uh, to building a website, right? Where it's actually there's a planned customer journey, a planned conversion architecture through the website that gets to the uh, the, the ideal destination. Now, assuming that you have some kind of planned funnel slash traffic flow, what you need to do is you need to map that out. And so, for example, you let's say this is a paid advertising campaign. You have an ad, which sends someone to a page where they opt in to request, like a it's called a lead magnet, right? Like a, a report or a video presentation, a welcome video, something like that. Um, that's you know how to get the most out of our type of tutoring, right? So there's there's um, there's the ad, there's the opt in, and then there is uh, that. Once they have opted in and they get that content, there should be a call to action to say a scheduler for scheduling the specific call um, where, hey, you know, sign up for a, a, a welcome call where we can talk about how we might be a fit for your student, right? So we have the ad, we have the opt-in for the lead magnet, we have the call scheduler, and then the last conversion event or the last place that they would go after going through all of that is where they actually become a tutoring client, right? And so you map that out and you say, here is the ideal customer flow. Now, as opposed, like compared to the ad, compared to, <laughs> you can replace the ad in this. So let's say you have that opt-in for the lead magnet and the call scheduler and the becoming a tutoring client as the, the different steps that they're taking along the way. 
instead of the ad, you could have YouTube videos. You could have, uh, you could have, I don't know what, articles. You could have whatever it is. It's, there's this number of things that all direct towards the opt-in for the lead magnet, the call scheduler, becoming a tutoring client, et cetera. So you map it out. The, the whole point is that you map out the journey. You map out the conversion architecture, the flow that somebody's going to take if they are going to become a customer. And then you ask yourself, how many take each step? And so this is where analytics comes in. You say, okay, how many people uh, go from ad to the opt-in page? Okay, so that's how many people click on the ad. When they land on the opt-in page, how many people go from the opt-in page to becoming a lead? So they fill out their information, right? So the lead from the opt-in. Uh, when they have, uh, after they've opted in, how many people fill out that inquiry form, the call, the call scheduler, et cetera? Like, like how many people schedule a call? So we have the click, we have the lead, we have the, the call scheduling, and then how many people enroll in tutoring? And so if you start with, I don't know, 100 people click on the ad and 20 people become leads and 10 of those be actually schedule an inquiry call and three of those enroll in tutoring, then suddenly you have some numbers to work with, right? And so it's a matter of defining the steps and then knowing um, 100 clicks equals, you know, 20 leads equals 10 inquiry calls equals three enrollments. And you use analytics or whatever tracking. So some of that would probably actually be manual tracking. So you're not going to use analytics to track the number of people that enroll in tutoring following this, probably for a small business if you're not a really sophisticated data-driven marketer yet. But you can still say, okay, well, uh, we had this many calls this month and this many became, uh, became tutoring students, right? And so we can figure out what those numbers look like, right? And then how do you begin testing? Well, <laughs> start sending traffic. Start sending traffic. And it can be paid traffic, it can be organic traffic. If, if you're local, you could, you know, use the local media. You could do local advertising. Like this does not limit you. Because I'm approaching this from a principles and strategy perspective first, this does not limit you to, oh, you have to use Facebook ads for this. Facebook ads might be brilliant for this. I don't know. Facebook ads might be terrible. Google ads might be terrible. Google ads might be great. Search ads might really work, but YouTube ads might totally just blow your budget. Like, I, I don't know. The question is, once you have the conversion system set up, how can you start putting traffic into it at the top of the conversion system? And then you track what that different traffic does. So again, local could be local media, local ads, local networking or events. You could have like local teachers who are, who, I, I don't know, like there may be some limitations there to what the teachers are allowed to do. But the whole point is um, if it doesn't have to be online, right? If it's online or just open to the world, there could be online media, online ads. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's a matter of... Um, putting it out there and trying to drive traffic. And then you measure at the, um, at the top of the conversion system first. So, uh, you know, if, if you're running ads, you can test two different ads and depending on the platform, et cetera, there's different ways of testing, right? But you can test, uh, you can test two different ads and see which gets the most clicks, right? 
Okay. Then when you have some ads that are working and driving some clicks, you can test two different opt-in pages and see which one gets the most opt-ins. You can, there, there are split testing tools that allow you to do this. Uh, you know, I've been using ClickFunnels a lot recently and it has it built in. It's also a fairly expensive system uh, for somebody who's just starting out and maybe not able to make the most of it. Um, but there's, there's lots of other uh, options available, including free tools that are available for split testing, um, if you figure it out. Um, so there's split testing, the opt-in pages, split testing, the, the actual presentation or, or whatever it is that tries to get somebody to sign up for that initial inquiry. There's actually just, you could take different approaches to what those conversations look like and see which one gets you the most um, new tutoring students, et cetera. But you always want to top start at the top first because that's where you have the most data to work with in terms of, of testing. You just have to, uh, you can use split testing tools, you can use the, the advertising platforms, testing capabilities to compare, does this work better than this? Does this work better than this? I, I will say that if you are doing paid traffic, you do really need to commit uh, to some budget to drive some volume of paid traffic for this stuff to start working and uh, allow the algorithms a little bit of time dealing with more data for them to figure out how to identify who your best customers are. And you do want to expect an initial loss um, of, of investment. Oftentimes, the first month or two of paid advertising campaigns can be not that profitable, but that does not mean that going forward they won't be. It's about making sure that the algorithms get enough data kind of beyond the scope of, of what we're talking about here. But the, the whole point really of all of this is that you need to, you need to uh, define and decide and map out and be crystal clear about what the actual process is that someone is going to go through as they become a customer. And you need to start by making sure that you can track this many people took step one, this many people took step two, this many people took step three, this many people took step four. And then once you have that, then you can say, okay, if we try something different on step one, where we have a lot of people so far, then does one of them work better than the other? And if we try something different on step two, does one of them work better than the other? And, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's really like the high level answer to this. Uh, you can get into 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 nitty gritty details with things like split testing tools and the traffic platforms you use, et cetera. Um, but again, it it all comes down to do I know what I want people to do and do I have a way to track that behavior? And then we can start testing lots of different variables. So. I hope that's helpful. Um, it, it is really a lot to digest, but it is also a fairly simple idea. Uh, you're going to put some things in front of people and you're going to see how they respond to it. And if they respond to it, um, you know, in large numbers, that means it's working well. If they respond to it in a way that is profitable for any type of investment you're making, you know it's working well. And if those things are not the case, then you need to try some different things and see 
uh, what you can make work well. So I hope that's helpful, Christian. Don't forget, check out freescientificadvertising.com. The link is in the description for, uh, for Claude Hopkins Scientific Advertising audiobook and PDF. It really is the foundational thinking behind all of this, and it's just as relevant today, a whole century after it was written, probably way more relevant today in the world of the internet and the ability to like use data to make marketing decisions than it was even in Claude Hopkins' time. And don't forget, if you have a question that you'd like to have answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode, go to BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com slash ask. One more time, link is in the description. I'm Roy Furthers, Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. And with every episode, I aim to help you grow your marketing genius. Testing your marketing is one of the absolute best ways to do that. So thanks, Christian, for the question that sent us down this rabbit hole. And I will catch you again in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.